show to do, you know? One time for your mom. Hey, what's up? Why are we sideways? Is that the way it goes? Yeah. Oh. Hey! <laughs> I can't leave <laughs> But we're delayed here? A little bit. A little yeah. bit delayed. But everyone's out right now. It's a Friday night, so some people will tune in now. Some people will tell me they watch the video later, so shout out to all of you. Marty is uh, one person who I met who inspired my DJ career a little bit. I met uh, Marty at... Good old PJs. He was coming back from DJing, and he was uh he stopped back from a wedding, and uh, yeah, he had he was he was energized. He was ready to go. Yeah, you get you get in those uh, moments after you get done a great event, and you you feeling oh well. That's why I would always stop by at yeah. PJs. To, you got to turn down, you know. You're you're driving the party. Yeah. And like right when the party gets to its pivotal point, like you basically have to pull the plug and. It sucks for me, too, because you don't want to, like, ruin your relationship with the venue. And yeah, you have a timeline to take care that's of. That's true, too. But you want to keep partying, so... These people are like, I paid, it's my wedding. I'm like, I know, but, like... <laughs> but, but that's the thing. It's like, and, and you, you go, and you're done, and then you get I get close to home. So it's like, you have to turn down. The only way to do that, for, well, not the only way, but the preferable way is to grab a few drinks. Yeah, I mean, my car rides, I have a long car ride on most of my weddings that I DJ are in Virginia. So, like, I just party by myself in the car on the way back on the highway. Yeah. Sometimes I'll talk on the phone. Sometimes I'll watch something on Netflix. Like you say, you just got to stay in the lane. You just got to, you know what I mean? Something in the background. Yeah, and put the car in cruise control. But, I mean, yeah, that is one thing, actually, that's, like, very different from, like, see, the last two weddings that I had, they were a little bit longer. Like, most of the ceremonies I deal with, I feel like, most ceremonies, what time would you say the average ceremony start time is? So the way that uh, the company that I work for and yeah. what I've seen usually is we allot six hours for a full wedding ceremony and reception, mm -hmm. um, half hours for guest arrival, half hour for the ceremony itself. Um, you got your cocktail hour, which is an hour, and then you got four hours for dinner and dancing and all the formalities and stuff. And that's yeah. typically the way that it's broken down. So yeah, half hour. For a ceremony, at the most, I've yeah. seen them go a little bit longer. Typically, yeah. they're like, for my clients, like ten minutes. Like they just want to get in and party. The one I had the past weekend, both ceremonies started at three. So cocktail hour was at like till like three thirty to like four thirty, but the weddings were themselves were to like ten thirty. Like these were like long. I feel like they were like long. I mean, I did, didn't help that they were back to back, and I was out of state going through some trauma. But they were just a little bit longer. But And sometimes that kind of adjusts your playlist, too, I feel like, maybe. Oh, well, obviously, you still got to fill out your crowd and know your crowd. But, like, I feel like is there songs that for you, for you personally, that, like, hit every single, like, wedding or every time you're out there, like, this is my shit. Like, these motherfuckers need to know who I am. Um, I, I have my dead ringers. Yeah. And I have some special edits of songs Okay. that have intros or outros. And I put my own spin on them. Over the years, I mean, I, I've had people come up and actually tell me that I was really DJing. More times than not, somebody that I was either from the club era or DJed or knows that I wasn't just starting and stopping a song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's certain things that, like I, I, we were talking earlier about 90s music. Yeah. And um, like boy bands and stuff like that. So take a 90s request right now live. <laughs> 90s, yeah. <laughs> 
but the uh, like I, I have some signature transitions. I think I'm That's sure dope, there's though. I'm sure there's I'm not the first one to do them. These ones. no exactly. I mean these songs have been out for decades. Decades, yeah. And you're some of them. And you're, but that's there's the only so many ways that you can slice them together, but you had fun doing that, fun putting that together. You know what I mean? It was you in the lab, you get and boring playing the same shit. That's another question I kind of want to ask. Is there some songs that like you are kind of over like hearing or like playing at like weddings? You know what I mean? Like um, there's some weddings. It's just like damn. Like I can't lie. Like it depends. Like one song, and I don't know if I'm gonna get shot for this. That like I've gotten. I'll try to get away from at weddings. It's just because it's just like, ah, uh, I love Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's where I usually go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that's, that last a, that's a four and a half minute long song. Same thing with No, Shout. it's long. It's like one of those songs that like everyone wants to hear the whole way through. Like, no, they say, I don't want to hear Shout at my wedding. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't want to either. That's why I play it. And then I go to the bathroom or right. go outside and smoke like, a cigarette. Play play shout. Or grab a, go grab a drink. That's like a, a, an easy, you know. Yeah. And every time you go, like, you have to break away from... Yeah, let's cheers that up. The funny thing is when you break away in, to use the facilities or grab a drink or yeah. talk to somebody, your song's in between transitions, and you need some time to, to get your transition lined up yeah. before the transition starts. So most songs you're going to mix out or are only three minutes long. Yeah. Getting into logistics now, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, this is the science behind it, I guess. <laughs> So you're mapping out your songs. Yeah. So I'm usually like two songs ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, I don't have dedicated playlists. I have my go-tos. Like I have yeah. blocks. I have blocks of songs that I know I'm going to do this one into this one into this one. And that's going to take me down a tempo, which lets me go into their playlist. Like maybe they have some older hip hop yeah. or some pop music that's in a lower tempo. But I'm in like Rihanna and Pitbull and like 128 beats per minute. Like that's really fast. That's, that's really, really where they tempo. are too. <laughs> yeah, and then no, but, it's funny that you got it. You got to gradually bring them down, or yeah. you do some crazy transition. And while you're doing it, like yeah. you do some mic work. A perfect example of mixing shit that you I can't talk mix any time that I can't mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a perfect example of that is for anybody that's in the Philadelphia area. There's a DJ called Diamond Cuts who's on uh, Saturday nights and I think Friday nights on um, Power 99. Yeah, and she she's and, fire. and she's heavy on her uh, like you know not she doesn't do the reggae horn like I'm using that as an example though but yeah. she'll do the DJ, DJ Diamond Cuts in streets man yeah, yeah, man yeah <laughs> get get yourself some popcorn she, she's making nah, a movie that's, that's if you really listen closely though. She's not really transitioning a song. She's playing that in between, like Her changing a beat. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's, that's a what I try it's to do a, at weddings. It's a distraction. I try to distract at weddings. And something that I, I saw on a YouTube video years ago, like a webinar or something, was a, a longtime DJ, professional DJ. He said, I wish I could credit him for this. Is you don't have to mix everything. No, you don't. Um, DJ Last the, Mo the Last Mohican, DJ TLM. I got a bunch of scratch stuff. This is when I was trying to learn how to scratch. Yeah. I've since given up. I mean, I can still, you know, I think scratching starts to work better when you're learning to train. After you've learned to transition stuff, you can get more creative. But yeah. anyway, but he said, you don't have to mix everything. You don't. You no. can stop a song. You can play a song out like a like a song, like Sweet Caroline. You know, yeah. you can mix that out or you can let it play out. I know that's a cliche song. King. <laughs> yeah, or you can, you know, high, low, fade out. And, yeah. Oh. High low fade out. Sometimes I like to you can you can blend the part where there's no words where like the songs together 
or sometimes another part where I'll try to blend lately is like so if my neck if like my last song gets down to like the to like the last like minute and it's like I can tell it's mostly chorus like I'll slowly fade it out and then I'll blend in the track of like the next song and like let that voice like kind of like still play for a little bit with the next song in there while it's beating and then I'll fade it and then it'll, I'll make sure it's timed out to the point like right where you heard the beat the next song's going if that makes sense yeah I just try to you know what I mean and obviously that like you said there's gonna be a lot more like obviously like you've been you've been DJ now for years it's been about I mean, 2009 to about yeah 13 years yeah it's a lot of work now, in my prof- life. professionally though like actually getting paid for it yeah um about 10 years but it's it was it was a long road starting yeah. out I mean I I had a great mentor DJ Brad Trap now. Brad Chapnell, if anybody's listening, knows Brad. He is the only reason that I am actually like a deep paid professional DJ, if you want to call it that. But he, uh, I had, was going to my friend's house parties in Westchester and they were playing yeah. like Electro House That's <laughs> and, you know, doing questionable things there. Yeah. And they would go all night. I mean, it was a, it was a house party. It was a raid yeah. in a house party. Yeah. And I thought that shit was cool. And my, my wife, um, introduced me well it was her friend and he was the uh, resident dj at tekka in westchester yeah tekka had a nightclub upstairs and it was all white inside you can go back and look up pictures on facebook of this and like google it it was this wavy white now it's all brick inside there and they put the windows back or put windows in i'm actually yeah. doing a party there again this oh, really? uh, i think april next next month i think uh it's a friend of a friend it's something, but I, I was, I was, so he put me on there and he like trained me basically for better part of a year. I would go in on Fridays and or Saturdays and hang out with him. Basically we were just drinking and playing music and yeah. the club was beat at that point. It was past its heyday. And then we got into doing private parties. They were doing private parties, mixers. Now keep in mind, they have a killer ass sound system in there Yeah, and they have moving headlamps on the top, which you see at like. Uh, electronic shows yeah. and there's a computer on the side a touchscreen computer where you can control whether it's strobes patterns lights technology how fast it moves no this is 10 years ago too it was light jockey and I would be doing this is the height of like the EDM shit so yeah. I'd be doing this killer drop and then hitting the strobe lights and then when the music stops black it all out and then when the beat hits again like hit the lights and they're just going yeah, crazy everywhere. It was. I got video of it. I'm not making this <laughs> shit up. And this is how I got started. We were doing like hundred. Yeah, that shit sounds wild. That shit sounds Hundred twenty people uh, fraternity parties. Yeah. They packed that place. And and one night Brad was late coming in and I hooked everything up, turned the lights down, got the lights going, got the music kicking. People were coming to the party. Like I'm like chopping to them. Like Fuck, Brad's not here. I know how to hook this up. I've already been here. He came yeah. in. He was like, uh, sorry, I was late. I was like, I, I got everything going. He was like, I see that. And then the next night or the next weekend, it's been so long, I can't remember this. He called me. He was like, hey, I'm not going to be there tonight. You got this? And I was like, I, 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 I don't know. And I did it. And I did <laughs> yeah. it. And it did like another, for, it was it was Villanova and Westchester. Damn, that's there dope. Was, there was this guy from uh, Westchester who fraternity, mm-hmm. and he would have like mixers there. Like he would just throw parties, like ticket parties. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I feel like so I there was a guy training with me on Sunday, and um, I 
like, I pretty much asked him, like, oh, have you ever DJ? Like, what makes you want to DJ? And I feel like everyone goes, like, even for me, like, I used to I used to be on aux at the house parties, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of, like, a little bit of inspiration where it always, like, you know what I mean? And I guess for me, like, being behind the bar and, like, doing entertainment, for me. You were already halfway there. Yeah, it kind of all translated together. Well, no, you know what it was? Going back to when we first met, um, yeah, I just happened to be at PJ's on a random Saturday night. On a random Saturday night, but you guys were playing good music because you were back there controlling the music. You were doing, you were doing like, it was like 2000s and stuff. It was good throwback stuff. And it was cool because you do, you get tired of playing the same shit. You hear the same shit on the radio. There's so much music out there, guys. So much music out there. And we get so limited in what our, I'm not going into some crazy rant, like in what our feed is. Yeah. And we're fed certain music that's supposed to be popular, but there's so much stuff like going so back. Much, yeah. What's your what's your fa- what's your if you had to come up with three songs nowadays that you really fuck with, what would the three songs be? I'll tell you. That's interesting that you say that because I go back and forth between genres sometimes, yeah. and it depends on what I'm doing. As far as music is in, in, in involved in my life, yeah. Um, it's become a job. Yeah. So I've lost the you know like passion for it. When I hear a new song and a new beat. I don't really get like super stoked about it like I used to. I start to analyze how I'm going to interject this yeah, into my true. next set. You can't even, yeah. But, that's what I really want. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, like, I, it depends. Music at this point, I'm almost forty. I've been around for a long time, you know, yeah. a decent amount of time, and I've been DJing for a while. I've gone through different phases of metal, punk. Uh, you know, skater music, you know, I, I, skating was huge in the 90s. No. And that was a big thing. There was a half pipe right up the street from my house. Well, no, no, no. no not even clueless. that. Like, yeah. hardcore shit. Yeah. There was a half pipe in a barn. I grew up in a rural area. And there was a half pipe in a barn, like, around, like, up around the road. And my friend's older sister was actually in a band. Uh, Joey, he played in a band called um, Boy Sets Fire. And they actually still play. Uh they're more popular. I'm friends with the, one of the guitarists now, but uh, that's a totally different story. But they, um, I got exposed to punk rock music in like 1995, yeah. like when it was really becoming popular, like East West Coast shit. So like I have that part of me that still likes that. And I'm talking Dead Kennedys, No Effects, like uh, Boyce. Well, let's say Boyce Says Fire because they were a local band. But like these these bands that you w- would never have heard. Of. You ever heard of No Effects? No. You ever heard of the Dead Kennedys? <laughs> no. Like no. The, and Rancid, which yeah. was No, or uh, which was um, Rancid was it was Op Ivy before too. I'm going back into this like ska ska music. Do you know what ska music is? Ska music. Do you know, uh, do you ever heard of this? Ska music. Ska. It's punk. They actually play the guitar up instead of down. Anyway, I got exposed to this music early on. So I had this yeah. this part of my life, but then the hip hop and all of my friends, like we started getting to the point to where we were smoking weed and like Bone Thugs and Harmony yeah. and Mob Deep and Wake Nas. Up. Wake up. Wake up. Lunas, I got five on it. <laughs> Let's go half on a dime. You know, look, yeah. but this is 1996 and then Tupac and all that. And then I got into like heavy metal and Metallica, which I had already been into before yeah. I got into the punk stages from my older Damn. brothers. But there's certain things like music triggers emotion. 
It does. At this point. It and does. If I'm doing gardening, I like to listen to the Almond Brothers. And I'm not huge into country. Yeah. I'll jive to it. Yeah. If I got enough drinks into I me. I wish I'm I knew more me- country music. That's I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you out with that as much as I can. When I go down south and I have the weddings oh, and I want to hear it, they... Yeah. I'll get up with you on that. I, I got, I, know I, I got some fallbacks. I'm with you on that. I can't even figure. They're like, no. you don't know no country? I'm like, no. This no. is a Pennsylvania accent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Delco. Yeah, Are you exactly. from Jersey, New York, or the Sticks? <laughs> we can't figure it out. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was Delco. Um, but no, I got you covered on some country shit. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but it's weird, because country... This is a whole nother time. We have so much... Triggers emotions. Fuck. Triggers the emotions. I'm going to have to write that down. It does. And that's why these, in DJing, you have to put people into demographics. I'm looking at the audience now. No, you do Disclaimer. You have to typecast people by the way they look, the color of their skin, the atmosphere, their parents, you know, their yeah. siblings. Like, you take I all this to, in to kind of figure out who they are. I take advantage of being a social butterfly and people just looking at my face and wanting to talk to it. So I take advantage of that. Do weddings. people open up to you like Barbara Walters? Every yeah. every every single wedding. Yeah. Every single like I had. That's why I get along with you. <laughs> <laughs> last wedding, last wedding, they're like, uh, they just were like, yo, people say a lot of weird shit to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they get in my shit. personal space. They don't. They don't. They don't believe in me having personal space. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people from my weddings, they just. I, but I take I use it to my advantage. They make me feel comfortable. So when they come up to me, I'm just like, oh, all right. So they just think I'm part of the family here at the wedding. Like I'm like, oh, so you know, they'll, they'll literally tell me anything and everything. So the people at the wedding. What about me, cousin Johnny and how he had dogs well, under his bed and I'll, shit? Like that. I'll <laughs> go up to him. Not that part. I'll go up to him. I'll be like, yo. It's really embarrassing when you heard about Johnny. You know, should have gotten caught with that doll. It should have deflated it. <laughs> that weird shit does happen all the time too. But I'll, I'll I'll try to get a feel for what kind of people these are yeah. by walking around. I'm like, yo, like you gonna get to the dance floor tonight? Like I just start dancing like an idiot, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, where? What you gonna dance to? What you get? And they're like, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I and then actually last wedding, I was talking to one of the bridesmaids, and I was like, so like, what's the bridesmaid song? Like, what's gonna get y'all up here all dancing and looking all good and everything? She was like, oh well, during the bachelorette party. This was our hit song, and I was like, I never thought to ask that question. What song was the major hit at the Bachelor or the Bachelorette party? That's a good point. No, definitely. Yeah. And then she said yeah. that, and it just struck lights in my head, like a light bulb went off. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes, would you say how... You write yourself down a questionnaire when you talk to your clients. Yeah. Like, and I have one, and I always think of different things when I'm talking to them, trying to iron out all the details, but that's a good question to ask. Yeah. I need to add that to it. It's like, is there anything special to your bridal party? Like, you and your girls, or yeah. you and your boys? Never thought of it like, until this wedding. You know, what is your what is your song? When that song comes on, you're all going to light up and, like, clump together. They're like, yeah, this is our song during the bachelorette party. We were all dancing to this, and I was like, oh, word. <laughs> So here's something really corny that I'm going to say, and you might want to write it down, is my oh. motto for, it's been years since I came up with this, I, I must have been jerking when I said this to a client at one point during a phone call, is your musical vision is my mission. And <laughs> as a broad spectrum, like when I'm trying to book a client, I'll say that, they're like, well, you know, like, what's your style and this and that? It's like, I'll do whatever... I'm still whatever you, whatever is really gonna make you have a great night. I just want you to have a great experience. I want you to, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, this is better than what I say. Jay Smooth is here to put you on the groove. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's got more. 
No, I'll be saying bullshit. I, I make that up. sounds more like you're trying to fuck me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm trying to put you in a groove. Would you try to put me in again? I do say a lot of bullshit. I be. I that's, can't. Uh, I can't. I can't knock the, it though. That's that's good. The that's more and more weddings you go to, I don't. I, I can't imagine now. Like I, even some of the things we talked about earlier. Like for instance, I told Marty earlier, I don't really drink at weddings. I don't. I, this is the first wedding out of like the thirty that I've had. I had a glass of wine. I don't really drink at the weddings. So I mean, for me, I don't know. But it's, again, like I'm starting to be at a point after like thirty weddings where I feel like very comfortable. You know well, what I mean? stay within reason. Yeah. Don't be slosh. That's the reason why some venues don't let their vendors drink is because oh, they've had yeah, bad yeah, experiences. Yeah. You just get trashed. <laughs> I've I've been with photographers that are trash. <laughs> yeah. Like they come in after after the ceremony at the cocktail hour and they're like slamming drinks down. I'm like, pixels are all fucked up. We're not done. We got like another four hours here, guys. Like seriously, what the fuck? I I just feel comfortable in like my personal self, like just going out there and like talking with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because people see me, and they're like, oh, you're the DJ? And then I'm like, yeah. And then, like, I, I can't lie. Like, Do you have a name? Do you have I have a, a name tag. Yeah, me too. Last wedding, they were calling me DJ Jace Moore because I was uh, one of the finest yeah, chocolates that she's ever seen. This is great. So, was yeah. she white or was she black? Oh, she was white. She was right that here. That would be even better if oh, she was black, though. Oh, it gets You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, well, this wedding was great. The wedding that I had last week, and they were great. She was like, oh, those Jordans are fly. Dude, she was, she was, she was trying to catch she was like, She was like, these are better than what I... She was trying what... to get you to get them in your groove. <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she, she was like, these are better than what I got on. She's like, I might have to cop me a pair of those and put them in my closet. I was like, what? <laughs> these are limited edition, so you <laughs> let's see what you're working and with. And then the, this other lady that was like, DJ J. S'more. Wait, wait, wait. You wear Jordans at weddings? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'm all to suede, all black. I have the. You the, can't get them anymore. The I got two gold. pairs. I'll have to show you. I have to show you the ones that I got. I, I just got. got all white classics low tops. Yeah, I got this. I literally just took them out of the box too. I am a shoe. I like shoes. I got. Yeah. I got a pair of Carolina work <laughs> boots that I wear, and everybody always talks to me like, "How do you work in those boots?" I'm like, <laughs> "You should see how I work in those boots." But I don't. <laughs> I don't do hard. That's what the Tims are for. These are my show boots. You yeah. know. This is a little bit off topic, but there is—is is there sometimes you feel like there's purchases you make or things that you like, kind of are like obsessed with, trying to have like a uh, a DJ type image, I guess. You know what I mean? I just bought a new suit. At, so I—I'll tell you what my attire is: Express Outlets. Yeah. Right up here in Limerick. Yeah. I just bought a new suit. I got three Express suits now. I got a like a like a medium blue, mm-hmm. like not navy. I got all black. It's my Loki suit. You know, if anybody's in with. Uh, like the Marvel stuff, uh, Ragnarok, when Loki shows up <laughs> yeah. on Earth with Thor, and they're like, where the fuck's dad at? And he's got black on black on black. He's got the black vest with the black tie, with the black suit and jacket. I got that all the way through. Um, but you can't do black on black on black. Like, that's like yeah. funeral. Like Or if you're doing a black tie affair, I'll do black on black on black, which I did. That's a different story. That was that was. I did the racket club of Philadelphia. You want to talk about money of who's who and who's who? Yeah. Complete marble, fucking ballroom with this big staircase. It's crazy shit. There's a lot of money in there, but those are the things. And then I got a gray. I got like a dark gray, almost like a medium, like darkish gray suit this past weekend. Express. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's for your build. Like, it's made for short, I gay, I... small, gay people, <laughs> which I am not. But <laughs> for the I record. have some express clothes in there, but I haven't. I've never. I look at their suits and their suits because I get all the express coupons, like a hundred dollars, yeah, seventy five. Some of the most of their shit looks like 
crap. Like yeah. when you go to King of Prussia, yeah. they got all their like the stuff they're trying to break, you know, into the fashion scene with. Yeah, I go to the outlets. They got True. they got nice shirts. See, but... when I when I dress up at my weddings, I can't lie. Since I told you, like, I feel like at my weddings, I had to be more like I told you, I had to be like uh, on the dance floor and being like that type of engaging with the guests. Like I wear fucking golf pants that look like fucking like black slacks, and then a white uh, button down shirt. And a black tie on my Jordans. I don't wear a jacket because I sweat. I sweat very easily. I sweat yeah. very fast. If I had a jacket on, oh my God. And I see these photographers, and I understand that they're behind the camera. Yeah. But I'm also not in the photos either. Yeah. But my the, the, the company that I work for, I have to post photos of me w- with the client. I don't have to post me because I see people. You have to have a photo of your client, a photo of the dance floor, a photo of your setup, and then a wild card. Mm-hmm. And normally my wild card's like something weird going on, on the dance floor. But I always make sure that I'm like kind of like GQ-ish. Like when I'm Man. doing it, I have my name tag. Because they give me shit when I don't. Paul, if you're listening, I don't think you are. <laughs> I should have invited him into this Paul podcast. <laughs> Paul Evans, I'll send it to him. Let me give him a shout out. Silver Sound DJs, Philadelphia. DJ Marty Smith. I know, I don't have a cool DJ name like DJ J. Smith. I was thinking, I had a client and his last name was Rockwell. I thought that was a pretty cool name. Yeah. I was like, DJ Rockwell. No, I've been like kicking that. around names. Do you want to go over my names? Oh, yeah. Do you want, do you want to? Yeah, them? I have a couple of names. That I, when I originally thought I was I've like, been doing this for over a decade. I told myself I was going to be uh, DJ, DJ 2K. Can anyone comment if you're actually listening to this? It's only one other person on right now. Oh. Everybody, they oh, checked you in. You can see where they, yeah. they checked in. They some people hi. checked in. Some people looked. Some people will watch it later. We love you. It's it's 7 o'clock on a Friday. They're probably doing what we're doing right here. Drinking and talking shit at the bar. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, DJ 2K I liked. DJ, uh, there's a lot of them I thought of. All right. Hey, you want to hear some funny shit? <laughs> I just, I'm looking in my notes. DJ Devour. <laughs> DJ Scizor. DJ Scissor, DJ Scissor, DJ Sizz, DJ Mix with three X's. I think this is when I was, I entertained taking a gig like a long time ago, I don't know, time, of DJing at the strip club um, just enough. Oh, shit, yeah. Right? Because I knew somebody that worked there and Mm -hmm. she was like, we need a DJ, like all of our DJs suck. And I'm like, well, they all suck because it's a fucking strip club. Yeah. You know, and now, uh, Focus your attention on the main stage. It's uh, Diamond. You know, I don't you even know play what whatever I her stupid fucking song. I don't even know what I would play. DJ Rockwell. I guess they all, you said they all have their own songs that they pick. I don't know if you were picking. Oh, them. they do. They, okay. they pick up their own. Um, I don't know if there's any other. There was there were some other DJs. DJ names. I had a whole DJ Dapper. <laughs> Shout out Jay Smooth. Yay, yay. DJ Panic. DJ Beta. DJ Rampart. DJ J Smooth in the crib. DJ Viral. DJ Freak. What the fuck was I on when I was putting these in here? So right, whatever. What a, this is a question I'll have to ask you. What do you what do you like most about your DJ experiences? What do you like most about DJing? What excites you about being a DJ? I like creating. Okay. And in my my normal profession as an HVAC like installer tech. You know, I've been doing that for, I mean, that's a whole nother fucking story. I've been doing that since 1998. Like, I'm yeah. I'm a good DJ, but I will make an area comfortable. Yeah. Like, by HVAC needs. 
But now that I'm in the sales role, like I don't get to build and create with my hands. A lot of my stuff is just punching numbers and you know <laughs> data, yeah. essentially, which gives me a number, which I get to sell a job and I get money. Like that's yeah. how I make <laughs> yeah. my money. Yeah. But the DJing allows me to create. Like I get to show up with physical shit, set it up in an environment in different ways, different different venues have different layouts. Yeah. You know, I'm taping wires down. Like, I get in, and now I'm at the point to where I'm doing venues over and over again. I know what I'm walking yeah, into. That's where you get that. that you get that comfortable feeling. Yeah. But the um, I like to create. I mean, in, in a nutshell, that's really what it comes down to. No, I feel it's that. create a good experience. Create, like, a setup that you step back and you think is pretty cool. Yeah. You know? And it looks good. No, I get that. I the get lights, because you got the lighting, the and, you lighting got the, and the sound, the way that the building is, or whatever room you're in, you have to adjust... Yeah. Like your highs, mids, and lows, and how everything works out. Um, especially with my newer speakers, they seem a little bit more temperamental on the highs, mids, and lows things than my normal PAs where I just pop them on the stand, just turn the bitches up. Which I kind of miss that. It's a crazy investment too, which we sh- which we don't really have to like obviously talk the whole thing about. But one thing I will say, DJs or anybody out there who wants to, it's an investment. I dropped twenty eight hundred dollars last year on some speakers. Which sounds like a lot, but in retrospect, like with the quality that you get and the way they make you feel when you. I don't like them. No, I don't like them. No, I don't like them. I mean, the setup is easy. I, I, it's in a small space. They, they do a great job, but in a big room, and I do a lot of big, like you know, 150, 200 people like weddings. Not everybody's on the dance floor. Yeah. But it's kind of like it's it's I've got a point now in my equipment where. My arsenal that I'm going to use that day reflects the room. So if I got a shit, a, a crazy room, big room, a lot of people, you know, then I, I have I have the artillery to do that. I can bring the firepower out. Yeah. You know, but and if I got a little room, I can make my life a little bit easier and just bring some small stuff out, make it simple. That's true. You know, that's that's really what it is. When you have more equipment, you have more versatility on like what you. That can, is true too. On what you more freedom. And I think that's why I feel more comfortable in my weddings. Like earlier, you asked me if I use my, if I use this. Like yeah, like it's easy. Like a lot of that shit. Like another thing that I can't lie that I've I've learned during my weddings is just like I've got more comfortable with like my setup and having everything where it's at, making my playlist during like cocktail hour. Like I chill during cocktail hour. Like I've gotten to a point now where I've gotten into like a good flow. Yeah, I just chill. Like honestly, even sometimes. I'll see their playlist. I'm like, all right, I'm not playing this during the during the the reception when people were dancing. Yeah. So I'll put it. I'll put like 15 of those songs in a fucking playlist on Spotify, and then I'll set my my timer and you know what I mean. Bam, let it ride. For me, I I it's like I could take that time to chill, but at the same time, I take my time to like mingle. Like I try to I try to do my research with and try to like interact because obviously like I feel like people won't dance sometimes but like i feel like i said that i took my time to go out to like talk to them and interact with them yeah they'll like be they'll, so, they'll come on the floor and try to have like a moment but like oh that dj is awesome that dj is cool you know what i mean that brings up a really good point it's becoming more like becoming personable yeah. like with your crowd and making yeah. them feel like you're part of the party yeah um i get weird looks and during ceremony yeah because i'm dressed like GQ-ish sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would look. I, I'm, I'm, 
I dress nice. Yeah. When, I mean, when it when it happens, when it comes out, what for me doing my setup, like I'm in jeans and like regular Nike Airs, you know, like breaking my dad's shoes and, yeah. and a pullover or even a hoodie. Like I was in a hoodie because it was fucking cold in that barn at first. Yeah, they had all the doors uh, yeah. and the windows open trying to air the thing. It wasn't like a full on barn, but where I was last weekend and I came out of the, out of you know, I went and got dressed, and I put on a three-piece suit after being in, like, a hoodie and have my AirPods in, not talking to anybody. I knew where I was yeah. going. I did the venue, like, four times already, and I come out, you know, and nobody knew who I was. Yeah. Like, they didn't recognize me, because now I have They're a like, fucking suit on, and I don't have my hood pulled over me, tape. and I actually did my hair up a little bit, and I sprayed some cologne on. Yeah, I put a suit, I did my hair, and I sprayed some cologne on me, and now you don't realize who the fuck I am. Like, I still look like the same guy in the face, but... I get looks like when I'm doing that during ceremony, like, who is this guy? Like, I don't recognize him. He's not part of our family and blah, blah, blah. And that's where the name tag, but that's where the name tag, that's where the name tag comes in key. Because, like, you oh, know, so in the I'm beginning dead. of the ceremony, you have the family out there. You have, like, the bridal party. And they're yeah. like, I don't recognize this guy. Who's that? And if you're not, if you're not over by your shit, by your setup and your sound equipment, like they might not know, unless you have a t camera attached to you, yeah. like you just look like everybody else out there. So <clears throat> I'll go up and introduce myself. If you see somebody with a suit or a tux on with a flower yeah. in their pocket, they didn't just come to a wedding with a flower in their pocket. Nobody does that. No one does that. No one does that. Unless yeah. they're part of it. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm Marty. I'm, yeah. I'm Jordan. I'm the DJ. Yeah. If you, uh, would, you know, how do you know this? Well, I'm their father. You know that the old guy is going to be the father. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, but you also did your research because you have all their names for the introductions, right? Yeah. See, oh, well, you're John. Hey, it's so great to meet you. How's everything going today? Like, smooth them up a little bit. And, like, yeah. once you get in with the parents. Yeah, that's like, true, get too. in with, with the, the parents, parents. And get in with them early. Don't be weird about it. Like, yeah. if the opportunity. And you see the mom over there, like, being all nervous. Like, hey, look, I do this every weekend. Yeah. You know, this is going to be great. Is, is there anything I can help you with? Do you want me to get some water? You know, something like that. You're not doing anything. You're just waiting at that point for, for the signal to start playing your processional music. Right. You know, that's a good opportunity to start getting in with the family. Um, I feel like I'm, like, telling you how to do things. But, <laughs> but this is... No, nah, you're good. This is, like, the little shit that I've learned over time. And, like, I stay in my corner for the most part until yeah. the opportunity arises. Yeah, that's It's true. really what I'm saying. It's like, cause, and I observe. I'm observing. I'm not, like, looking at people weirdly, but I got nothing else to do. Like, yeah. I can scroll TikTok all fucking day long. Uh, it gets boring. And I'm like... You I know, get... Like, the problem is I'm a sucker at weddings because, like, girls walk past and they smile and they giggle... And then, like, most weddings... Stop like, thinking with your dick. <laughs> Stop thinking with your I'm dick. I'm not... The thing is, like, I'm not trying to, like, do a think job. with it. I'm yeah. just there to do my job. Yeah. But, like, sometimes, like... I don't even care. Like, sometimes I just get, like... What's the word I want to use? You were the DJ. You were going to be, like... You were the pivotal entertainment point of that. Exactly. Of that but, like, wedding. girls use it to their advantage, and they take advantage of me, like... Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> They take advantage of me DJ being Jay a victim. Smooth. I'm a victim because they'll come up to me and they'll bat their eye and just smile at me, knowing I'm gonna be a sucker for them, looking all good and all in their fucking bridesmaid dresses and shit. Yeah. So they take advantage of me. Yeah. Especially like no, first they world, walk. They first world problems. They walk. They, <laughs> but it usually starts early. Like usually, the like most weddings that I'm at, somebody walks past. And I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's like everyone's job to like smile, but usually the person yeah. that smiles at you and says hi early, and then like 
they'll definitely come back up to you. Is that the girl that comes back up to you when it's time mm-hmm. to start dancing? Nine out of ten times, yes. Yeah. And that's when you tell her to go grab you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> that becomes your that becomes your buddy yeah. for the night. No, yeah. I, I don't. Well, the thing is, like, I'm married, all right, so I can't be. Well, no, these girls like, home. Every, that's the difference. I started to get comfortable the last ten weddings because the last ten weddings that I had, I'm just. I guess I just have, like I said, I just had that vibe where like people were just chilling my DJ booth with me and just bullshit with me the whole time. That's what I was doing with my, my bride. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the girl yeah. came, and I told her, I was like, go hang out with your friends. She's like, I hung out with my friends all day. Yeah. like the She's like, I'm just, hanging out up here. What are we going to play next? Right? All up in the mix. Sure. Get it. They're all of, they're, if that's happened to you all the time, then that doesn't happen to me all the time. Oh, um, my. Sometimes I think it's because, like, I, like I said. I put my like, headphones on, and I go to work. No, nah. like when it's when it goes to dancing time, oh, no, like some... people come up and they'll be like, eh, and I'll be like, I'll put the finger up. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and I'll scoot them over. I'm like, oh, get over here, come on, come over here. See the thing is, I'll I'm... scoot them over, and then I'll have like a line. I'm not used usually. To, I'm used not to usually. like 18 people in my ear because of bartending. Yeah. So like I'm literally trying to listen to the music, listen to the music, and then listen to this. I'm like, no. And no. then I'm like dripping sweat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like screaming at them, like trying to figure out what I'm trying to play next. Well, listen, no, it's terrible, because, like, they'll be, like, right up on me, like, yeah, I'm sweating like, just listening to this. No, <laughs> no, <that laughs> happens to me. Like, people get so comfortable. But, like, like I had one wedding. This lady was in my ear, like, standing over my fucking arm, like, while I'm trying to look up what I'm trying to play next. And then all of a sudden, like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is the name of something. Like, she just keeps well, going is she, is she? Does she ever drink over top of your equipment, too? Uh, that kind of scares that, me, too. Well, yeah. no, you, there's, there's nothing wrong to... And, any DJ is going to tell you, be like, hey, I need you to put your drink, get your drinks away. Do not have any drinks over top of your shit. Yeah. One spill, man. One one, spill. one drunk bitch catching herself and spilling her Pinot Grigio <laughs> all over your stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're done. Toast. And then you got to go buy a whole nother mixer. And I yeah. don't know what, I don't know what lead times and like wait times on stuff is these days. But yeah, it's terrible. That's not something I want. Yeah, it is terrible. It's terrible. But I mean, yeah, I mean, she, and the, well, this is what happened. <laughs> I didn't even tell you what happened. I got so caught up, sweating, looking at my songs, trying to listen to her, look for her request while I'm looking for my songs. And then some of these songs, these people were requesting, I couldn't find. They're like, just YouTube it. And they would literally stand until I like YouTubed it. And then the one time I'm looking on YouTube, and then the music stops playing, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that air is not a good yeah, idea. And I, no, well, I was just like, everyone out there enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get on the mic. Save your mic. I was like, Save oh, yourself. shit, the music's stopping. Yeah. I was like, hey, everyone out there enjoying themselves. Everyone was like, let's give it up for our newlyweds. Hey, congratulations. And then I'm like looking for my paperwork. I'm like, congratulations, uh, Danielle and Eric. I mean, Danny and Erica. <laughs> No, that's what happened to me. The Have one you ever wedding. called somebody by their own name? Oh yeah, one wedding, one uh, wedding. Yeah. I couldn't say the last name because like I didn't have any information the night before, and I just practiced their name. Uh, yeah, once. don't fuck up their names. That's it was a last name. I said Mister. Ma- that's even worse. I said the last name. Because <laughs> you're offending I, everybody in the crowd with that last and name. And someone was like, uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> The black girl, the white uh-uh. was like, uh uh-uh. uh And started clapping real loud. <laughs> But I mean, she was like, I mean, everyone knew. Like, well, if you're doing it during introductions and you're like, you can turn the music up louder. Oh yeah. Like I'll turn when I do my introductions, I'll turn turn the music. You can do talk over on Serato. Yeah. I've never really tried it. Yeah. Because that's what DJ Diamond Cuts does. Yeah. Like when she gets on the mic, she, like the music will die down when she talks, and oh. you can tell when she's actually talking live because they all use Serato. Serato yeah. is like the industry standard. Yeah, true. But the um, I'll actually so I have control of it when I'm doing my introductions. 
I'll turn the volume down when I'm doing it. And now let's introduce the parents of the bride. And then put the volume back up again. So I do it on my own, but there's ways, like, if you really feel like you're going to fumble on somebody's last name, like, just mumble it a little bit and push the music no, up, like, funny. when you're getting ready to start saying this is a little shit. And I'm the like. thing is, the only good part about that for me is I have so much practice doing that because, like, me doing trivia and coming up with trivia questions... I can't always pronounce well, the trick is to, The trick is to make sure that you know what you're going to say before you say it, but yeah. sometimes you just can't get it right. And when right. I line them up, Next question. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I'll spell it out phonetically when I'm doing my details, and I go over this stuff with my client like yeah. the day before. If I have people that are have Italian names and like tricky, you know, tricky pronunciations and things like that. But when I'm lining them up, if I slaughter their name, and I realized that I just can't get it right. Like, I'll kind of mumble over it. <laughs> no, that's what I... And turn the music up a little bit. Uh, just a little bit louder when I'm introducing them. And they don't know. They're yeah. coming in. The, they're, they're all nervous. And they're usually in another room. Yeah. With somebody opening the doors to let them out. And but weddings are a different animal. I mean, we can are. talk about bars and clubs, too. And so talk about how for, for me, bars predictable and club, it is. Bars and clubs-wise. So, I had a friend who had... She had a birthday party at Ryan, so she ran out the upstairs and was there from, like, 7 to 10 or whatever. And, like, I guess I was playing all the throwback music from, like, high school. They were really fucking with it. Yeah. And then, like, they're like, no, like, can you keep playing? And then they went downstairs to find somebody. So then I was on till 11. And then, like, 11 came around, but, like, they started, like, they couldn't keep the space rented out, but they still were going to let me play music. So then, like, for me, this was, like, a good experience because, like, college kids were coming up. And they were, like, really just fucking with what I was playing. And I was like, oh, shit, this is kind of dope. But then after that, I was like, I got to break down. I got to get the fuck out of here. But, like, for me, I did that. And then I did the thing at Landmark. Not Landmark. Kildare's on Super Bowl Sunday. But I didn't bring my mix. I didn't really DJ. I just played music. But even still, that was lit. And then, yeah, I mean, during the Eagles games, those were cake. Those were cake. After that, yeah, I've been at Marchwood. Marchwood, I'll have to show you some videos. I was there the night before Thanksgiving. And that's kind of when I was just playing whatever. Like, that's when I, I, I feel like for me, I want to like throw my own parties. Like I want to tell bars, like, let me throw my party. Let me throw my vibe and then just play my vibe. Cause I'll play anything. Like I was playing lean with it, rock with it on the night before Thanksgiving. Like I really was out there like talking into the microphone, like DJ Diamond Cuts. I was like, I can lean with it. <laughs> Dude, I wish that I, I, I could, I wish the um, brick house was still open. And yeah. I had vibes to that. You would, you you probably would have done really well there. Yeah, there's there's places where I feel like I could... not. I mean, and not to get into that, but and we were talking about the whole Will Smith thing earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, white black, it's a topic conversation. But there's certain demographics where you would be better suited in yeah. that role. Like, can I play? You know, to like an all black or all Hispanic crowd and do okay? Yes, would I be a little bit better if I was in that? genre yeah. like and that's where the typecasting of your crowd goes where the typecasting of your dj goes too like even though just because i'm white doesn't mean that i get down with country we <laughs> talked about this i do not get down with country no nah, that's a like, fact i, I, I have that. like i have like a fallback list yeah. which i told you i'd help you out with but you know in the end like that's just not my vibe which is and that's where getting into typecast can really fuck you up too because you look at somebody and you see that they're like a certain demographic yeah. and you think that that might be the music that you're into but you're really into, not and I'm into everything because I'm not going to lie you have to be you well, have to be but not only that but like for me like think you about like it music. I grew up I, I do like music yeah. but like I grew up my family like my, my my one brother is 9 years older than me 
So obviously I grew up with his era of music, which is the same era as your music. You know what I mean? He was in high school in the nineties. Yeah. My parents, they're you know, they're ten years older than my brother or yeah, I was ten years born like 80, I was born in eighty two. Yeah, my so brother was like, born in eighty. So like in the like the eighties, the eighties, end of the eighties, I was starting, you know, like I yeah. had the hammer pants. I had fucking hammer pants when they were like the shit. No, like it was like you couldn't find them. And you then, had to go out and find, actually no. hunt. Damn, and like, I wish people I, would I find out where those. hammer pants were. Hammer pants. Matter of fact. It was gonna, a thing for like maybe four months. We're going to do this. We're going to do this live right now. <laughs> All right. What should I wear tonight to this 90s party? I, have, I, threw, I, threw on the, I threw on the Penny Hardaway jersey. Hammer I do like, have a Will Smith like Fresh Prince jersey. Months. I do uh, have like, yeah, I have my overall. No, Will Smith Fresh Prince. I, you have to. With I have everything a, I have going a on right now. shirt. I got a Biggie shirt. I do have a... Uh, no, Will Smith is going to... But I have a 90s shirt that... I have a shirt that says the 90s are all that. Like, I have No, so... I go with the 90s are all that. Yeah, I hope it's clean. Do we have enough time for uh, Jordan DJJ Smooth to model this stuff for us? <laughs> <laughs> Should we put that on? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, my I don't know, who we got two... Two listeners right now. Who's watching? Don't watch Sound later, off. though. No, this is, this is great. I mean, people are understanding our lives a little bit. I mean, there, there's a lot. Up. There's a lot we could talk about. I feel like we should just, we should have like your your no, last time we caught up. Yeah, was mid pandemic, like right when shit popped off. Yeah, like right when shit popped off, and you were getting into you got into DJing at the weirdest time. Right, I signed that. a contract the week before COVID. The I never DJed in my life, time. and now it's like, well, that's what makes you good. Because a lot of the old school guys, like they they got out of it. Yeah, we just. We've we've had a lot of people drop out of the company that I've, I'm working for Absolutely. that are old, hey. old school. Like I'm talking in their fifties, but people are lazy. They are. They've gotten well, a lot lazier. Why do you think I? Hey, I'm Ezekiel Elliott all day. I'm making the money that no one out here wants to make, and it is. It's a it's a hustle. It's not. It's not. There's a lot of there's a lot of different hustles. Like, we I, talk about the fun stuff. Like we're over here laughing and yeah. joining, but nah, it's the, still it's still a grind. Like even so, for instance. Hour, week, two hour, three hour drive to get was, to your gig. I was telling you, I was training this hour kid. Hour unloading. And I just never forget my boss, Gabe. Shout out, Gabe. He told me that you don't even know what to expect. You don't even... He's like, you think you're ready, but like you're not. Like You don't know like what you even to not be ready for. You got to get out there ready. and get your ass kicked a couple times. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. in my first wedding. You got to have some late nights. Where you're like really stretching, like I, I don't question know a what lot. the fuck the play. Yeah, yeah, you question. You question a lot, and then like you learn a lot, and then but I that's mean, what makes you better. Yeah. Than those guys that are playing shit on their iPads. Yeah. You're putting the effort into it. Yeah. You bought the gear. Yeah. You take a look at the playlist. Like it just having like something to back up to. Yeah. I think. Because I did that, too. And I didn't know what I was building out. I was yes. just building out stuff that I thought that my guests would want to hear. And then you get there, yeah. and your playlist means dick. You're so, not, you don't even use I, it. And the first things first, the last couple of weddings, while I've succeeded. So the one wedding I had last weekend, when I remember the wedding I told you that I was struggling with like people like coming up to me asking for the songs and I was like listening, 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 yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, some yeah. other girl came up to me like, wow, this lady's here talking to me. She's like, can you play like more of like the Spanish music and like can you like do your transitions like faster and I'm like literally sitting here having a conversation with like four people like drenched in sweat I don't even know the fucking Spanish songs they're telling me to play because I've never really played that's when I give them something to write down (laughs) write it down I did I did and then some lady some lady saved me because she said play these Spanish songs in this order 
and I listened to her because after the first one, everyone came up and started dancing. Yeah. I was like, she knows exactly what she's talking about. She said, play these three songs in this order. Yeah. When she did that, she gave me enough time to find at least Suave four, Mente. five, six, seven. I found up to five to eight songs by myself, and thank God, everyone was like, this wedding was amazing. This yeah. was great. I thought I fucked everything up. But the last hour of it, once, because at the same time, you kind of have to throw your pride yeah. away and what you want to listen to and what you want to do to, like, what they tell you to go with and what yes. they do because they, they know more than you do. You might know your music, but they know their friends. They know yes. their family. They know their yes. people. Yes. So if you hit a roadblock like that, there's no shame in getting on the mic and no. be like, what do you guys want to hear? I'm here for you. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, I've, I've done everything I can. I'm really happy to be Call here. Me I got Stephen everything. A. Smith. I will yes. do what I got to do to get paid. What do you guys What do you guys want to hear? I'm here for you. That's exactly. what I say to them. I'm, I want to hear. I'm here for you. I want to play for you. Man. I got everything. If I don't have it, I have, I'm hooked up to the internet right now. Yeah. I'll get whatever you want. Exactly. I was like, come up and talk to me. Like, that's what I, I will. I'll do that. If no, I'm really, if I hit a roadblock, I like, I, I am not that proud. No. I am not that fucking proud. At the end of the day, like, you have to think about it. Yeah. When you, for us, when we realize that, mm -mm. that actually makes us better at our jobs. Like, get the crowd involved. Let, because, like, we might take pride, yeah. like, I do hundreds of weddings. Everyone liked this fucking song. Everyone loved that. No. At the end of the day, no. this is, the, this is not, not hundred and one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, not so, these, like, not these. They're not different. These. But at the end of the day, I love that experience. Yeah. Because. But you also, you'll, you you'll, over the years, you take those songs that they yeah. give you. Oh, yeah. And save them in your playlist. Well, that's, that's what I did. for that. After that like, wedding, you know what I did for my ride home from Virginia? Are they Brazilian? I listened to all Spanish from, music. Are they from Peru? Don't think that just because they Spanish, yeah, that's true. they're all the that's same. True. Don't think that no, they're all different. They're just same, just like Asians. And this is again, guys. This is where, like, I might sound just like because they're black doesn't person. mean they're black. They yeah, might be listening to Jamaican. I, I I talk black, white, Hispanic, you know, Jew, Russian, whatever. All this, all this stuff. Like we all are people. Exactly. This weird, you know, racial sh ties and divides that are happening in our society. We all are people, yes, but we all come from different fucking areas. We all come and from we different all, roots. We all come from different fabrics. Exactly. I mean? So just just don't think that all Asians are the same. Filipinos and Taiwanese and Chinese and Japanese yeah. and Koreans, and they do not all get the fuck along, and they do not all listen to the same shit. That, that's, <laughs> the Asian Pacific <laughs> is such a broad area. You think I that South America... What's that? I thought of Chappelle show when you said that. Don't think what that all gooks are the same, yeah. right? That's, that's a horrible way to put it, but somebody said that to me a long time ago when I was doing martial arts, and they said, don't think that... that and, and just because Mexi Mexicans and Puerto Ricans fucking hate each other yeah for the most they part they might be just right across the river but they they there's completely two different two different worlds but in in that respect <laughs> there are go-to's that combine that whole genre yeah that you can play like elvis crespo suavemente speaks to the brazilian population it speaks to like the mexican population the puerto rican like i i think he's actually suavemente i think uh, elvis crespo is actually puerto rican i might be wrong on that i could be corrected but yeah. elvis crespo is like the go-to for that and that's what i was getting at it's like the, just because we are this broad aspect of different nationalities within our like color scheme or nationality we do have a common point that brings us all back together 
I have a question now. Like Chumbawamba brings all white people together. This is a song. <laughs> you know, I get Sweet Caroline. This Sweet is, Caroline. There this you is, go. This is a question I have to ask you. Now, this is a question just from the weddings that I've done down south and I've been down. Is this a down south thing or is this a wedding thing? What? This is a popular song I get a lot in the south. I'm dying to hear it. Swag we do, surf. We do different. What? Swag surf. Never heard of it. I swag. Never. I surf. I'm no, never, never heard, heard, heard it. it. No, play every it. time I'm down play it. play it. I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it. Never heard of swag surf. A swag. A surf. I'm gonna play it for Dino when I get out. <laughs> Listen, I know the live feed is still on TikTok. If it ain't on TikTok, she don't know about it. It might be on TikTok. We might have, I might have to phone in a friend. <laughs> I'm gonna have to play this shit when you come back because I know this shit's gonna fucking cut off since that's what fucking the internet does damn yeah i i literally play this song so when i'm down south like most of my weddings are down south that's another that's another thing too which is like for me personally that's how my experience being down south is that um it's a whole new crew of people it's a whole new experience Swag surfing, but yeah, that's that's one jam down south. That uh, what's your what's uh, this is one question I'll ask. We'll have to, we'll have to do another part. What's your favorite? What's your favorite like wedding scene? Like, what's your favorite like vibe at a wedding? Like, if you had a wedding tomorrow, or even if you had a wedding tonight, what would your mood be? What would your vibe? What vibe would you be like? All right, I'm gonna go out here and fucking kill this. Um, whatever my client wants to have. That's true. I'm, no, I mean that's such a big thing. Right, so, but no, I was just, I, I'm just I trying have to no say, idea. like, if you if you had, so pretty much no matter what, you're always ready. To, no matter what it is, because oh, I didn't know there was like a certain scene that like, all right, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna kill this wedding. Like, like it's the category you know, like, all right, they think they know this category, but wait till I show them this. You're gonna be like, oh my god, I forgot about this song. I don't try to go out and educate educate people on a wedding. True, you that's know, true. I'm not. That's not my job to go out there yeah. and like throw them down. Like if I'm at a bar. And I, like, for for instance, uh, Sidebar in Westchester, it's a small little thing. I had an opportunity to do it two nights in, like, June. And I really, um, Tina says she doesn't know that song. <laughs> My wife doesn't know the song. <laughs> I'm swag. I'm surf. I'm swag. I'm surf. But no, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I go in open-minded. I have so many playlists in Serato. Yeah, From the last, too. like. 10 years. That's true too. That which is, I could go into anything. That's going to be a time. I let it, like, like, like what we're doing here. This is how DJing is for me. I just show up and I have a conversation. Yep. Like me and Jordan is just hanging out here just talking about some bullshit. If it's not going to be any different for me, like if I had a crowd in front of me and I had a stack of music, like I'm just going to be, I'm a, it's a conversation. Like I'm, a, I'm talking to the crowd. Like you, that's why you're going to be successful and that's why you are successful. Yeah. Is because you're getting in and you're, and you're feeling like you're getting to know your client. So um, I had a uh, longtime DJ for Silver Sound that I got kind of close with, and he's not with the company anymore. But he gave me one piece of information, uh, or one thing that he, that he told me that he did, because he was he would walk around to the tables when I shadowed him <clears throat> and introduce himself, and especially the people like are in front of his speakers, he'd say, "Hey, you know, I'm DJ, blah, blah, blah. like, how's everybody doing tonight?" 
Um, if there's anything you want to hear, let me know. If yeah. the music's too loud, you know, how's the sound? You're like, I just want to know because I'm I'm stuck back there behind all the stuff. I'll go out and ask my clients and ask the tables around me, like, is the music too loud? Or ask the people in the back, like, can you guys hear the music? Like, how's the music going? You know, how's your night going? You know, things like that. How do you know the bride and groom? Like, you don't yeah. have to make a bunch of small talk because keep in mind, you're still... You want to look like you're DJing too. Yeah. Like I have playlists, like pre-recorded playlists that I like have mixed or yeah. have made over the yeah. years that I'll play. But I still, because they don't see me during the cocktail hour. I want them. I want them to know that at some point that I'm actually working for them. Like for them to walk into the ballroom and see everything, like all their tables done up and all the place wear out and the DJ booth off to the side. Like that's what they paid for. They yeah. expect that. Yeah. You know. But for you to go out there and actually, um, you, you don't have to be a guest. Like, yeah. don't interject yourself into their wedding. But there's yeah. a fine point of, like, being personable with their guests yeah. and trying to become, like, the center of the show. Because you're not. You're not the fucking bride. No, that's true. Don't try to take... Do I will, never try, I will to, never try to do no, that. No, no, don't try I to do that. I never try to do that. No. Hell no. But I, I get blessed with a lot. Of, I, I get some cool clients. Yeah, no, that's I, I can say that too. Most I, I say ninety percent of my clients are like people that I would be friends with, like you. Yeah, like that could come and just sit down and hang out with us and have a couple beers and you know hang Matter out fact, and shit. I told you about last wedding being weird, like not weird, but like fun and like very different vibes. But they were like yeah. mad cool. She had me play a song, and I was mad because. She said, have you never seen a Goofy movie? And I was like, yeah, like, I know a Goofy movie. And she literally made me play a song from a Goofy movie on the dance floor to the bro- or to the groom. But they were, like, dancing to it. Oh, but- Disney is people that love Disney. I've been playing this all week, though. Who knows? I can't lie. I've been playing this all week. I get surprised. One thing, the thing that I love about DJing is that I get exposed to music. Exactly. That, you never that I would even, never even know. Yep. Opens, opens up your mind, opens up your brain, opens up everything. It's like Frank Sinatra. That was old people music to me. I love Frank. Put on some, uh, uh, what, what did I sing to my daughter recently? I have a lot of purchase Fly music. Me to the moon. Yeah. I have, so I have that whole album. I have that whole. And it's also cliche. Uh, Family Guy does a great job of like making fun of Sinatra, but also like prom- like showing how great he was. Um, oh, there's so many, you know what? And having being a father. So these are the. I have two Sinatra. Because this, honestly, you Frank make Sinatra. Feel so young. That's a great one. This whole album, honestly, during a wedding, you could literally let that play through during cocktail hour. Technically, you could. I mean, technically, too, there's too much Frank. It's really, too much Frank. All, the way you look tonight. The way you look tonight is, is a great. The way you look tonight. Oh, I'm gonna give you the best inter the best intermission song. Like so, after you do your introductions, right? So let's just go. Th- no, here, let's put in um. Do Love by Nat King Cole. L- I might actually have it. I might have a person. E dash V. That's, it always fucks me up because it's a dash. L dash O dash V dash E. It's love. D-O. You don't have Apple Music? No, I do. It's it's on Apple Music right now. D-O. Oh, no, love. Oh. L. Oh, I know what you're saying. L- I know what you're saying now. I got, L- you. I got 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 you. There we go. Uh, I told you. I'm just slow with this technology. V. Well, that's how it comes up in my software. So mm-hmm. that's how it comes up in my software. I don't. I don't rely. Everything that I do, I purchase. 
Yes. So I, it, and that's it, why I get mad has- with these weddings when I can't find a song and I have to go to YouTube. Find me at the Jordan Wolves Podcast on Instagram. Oh, we're done here. Um, oh. DJ J underscore Smooth Double Zero. He's at, scared what I'm going to say. And then, go on. Yeah, I'm for, <laughs> this, y'all know where to find this, me at. Here, we'll play this off. We'll play you out. Go ahead.